Hey everybody, this is Bill. Welcome to The Critical Review. I'm here with Mike, Matt, and Anna, and today we're going to be discussing a number of topics, including Breaking Bad, Joker, Bad Boys, New Resident Evil Co-op, Man of Medan, and 13 Reasons Why. Stay tuned for the discussion. Alright guys, uh, there's a lot There's a lot of material here. There's a lot to talk about there's a lot of stuff coming out in the next two months. Yeah, I think uh, we just kind of wanted to cover all the things we're excited for, all the stuff that's coming out now. And If we would have tried to pick one, we'd still be trying to pick one. Yeah, there's, a, yeah, there's just a ton of stuff going on. And I know this list is actually probably a bit on the on the shallow side because there's probably a ton more that we just just didn't cross our minds. So. Yeah, we might, might have to do a part two. I'm not sure. Some of these subjects I'm going to be a little bit well-versed on and some I'm not. So, I mean, as far as like the Breaking Bad, we can just... I know nothing. I don't know anything well, about I, it either. I know some stuff about it. <laughs> so, so what exactly is this... Is, is it a new series? So, no. So the coolest thing that I am totally impressed with, uh, the director and creator, Vince Gilligan, somehow in the year 2019, you know, spoilers happen for movies coming out. We hear about it, you know, months, a year in advance most times. He filmed this whole thing in secret over the last year. Um, and he got uh, Aaron Paul back uh, to play Jesse Pinkman. Um, it's going to be called El Camino. And uh, it's coming out on Netflix, Netflix exclusive in October. I think early October. Oh, I think right? I did see a preview for that. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a direct sequel to the series. Um, seeing what happened to Jesse right after the series. So I don't know much about Breaking Bad per se, but I do read stuff, you know, and get stuff through the grapevine. As far as like you saying that this went completely under the radar, mm -hmm. you were one hundred percent correct because there was just one thing after another on my feed about like huge surprise breaking bad and it's just like <laughs> everybody was blowing up and there's all these people going yes like yes. these long yeses on their facebooks <laughs> and stuff it's a big deal to a lot of people yeah it was well, a the, big show yeah i mean it's a, i'm in my opinion it's one it's in my top three shows of all time it's i, like, I just can't believe i've never watched it the well the thing with it is it always felt like a movie like that's one show where every hour episode felt like its own thing like it was just so the pacing the even the extras like not even the stars like i was just watching some clips the other day from like the last season and like there's so many scenes that are just brilliant with characters that are there for 30 seconds they're just amazing in our defense the only thing with today are television shows are just like to a degree that there are just so many good ones like, yeah like I caught parts of Dexter. There's Banshee that you were really into, oh, yeah. <laughs> Breaking Bad. Then there's all the Netflix. I mean, you know, you, there's only so much time in the day, and a lot of times that you're just not going to see them, and you're just going to binge them whenever, sometimes whenever they're ended, like Breaking Bad. So most likely, I've been very hesitant to start it because I know what I'm capable of. And I will <laughs> spend days in my living room watching well, this. Another another strong point for the series of Breaking Bad that I like a lot. Um, if you're wanting to watch it before this movie comes out. Uh, it's so smart. They only made it five seasons. Um, so every season's really right to the point. It, it's, it, it was never dragged on. No whatsoever. filler. No filler at all. Uh, and the other thing is too, is if anybody has any doubt about like a spinoff movie coming out, uh, my rebuttal to that is uh, they already did a spinoff show with the lawyer um, called yeah. Better Call Saul, which is brilliant yeah. as well. It's written just as good, shot just as good, still has that movie feel. Also haven't seen it's, an it's fantastic. They yeah. that was uh that was actually um inspired by a joke on set because they liked the character of Saul so much and they were saying, Oh yeah, and his catchphrase in the show is better call Saul and they made this joke on set. They were like, We should just do 
a Saul show. And they're like, yeah, you know, why not? And a few years later, lo and behold, they actually did it. So it's in good hands. And I think it's just going to be like amazing. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Well, that's, that's good to hear. I mean, I trust your, uh, trust your instincts on that. Matt. You have, <laughs> like we do have very similar, similar like interest with movies and stuff like that. So I'm going to have to watch breaking bad and I'm going to have copious amounts of time to do it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It, probably I, the winner whenever I'm snowed in is going to be the time to do and it. Not to mention Netflix is going to be great because it has better call Saul on there and then we'll have the movie too. So it's like, you can just, you'll have a time to watch right there. Okay. So moving on, this is probably going to be something that everybody can chime in on is Joker has been, it's been viewed in uh it was a film festival. I can't think of it off the top of my head. It has Rotten Tomatoes rating now, and people are just blowing up about this performance. Yeah, I don't think we could not cover the Joker <laughs> this episode. We did a whole jo- a whole um, episode dedicated to the Joker. It got a seven-minute standing ovation at the end of it. Seven I'm liking minutes. that. Uh, you know, Joaquin, man, with that last trailer – I'm super excited to see it. I know we said this a million times, yeah. but like that is the movie I'm hands. It out. revealed a lot more. Um, it was because like the first teaser trailer was like um, there's a lot of sound over with the music and stuff like right. that. But there's a lot of you get a little bit more of the tone of the movie mm-hmm. in this because the audio is there from the movie. Mm-hmm. So um, like just like whenever he's getting ready to go out and he's telling them to introduce Ms. Joker, you can see how apprehensive they are. Like you yes. can tell they don't want him there, yeah. but it's like the execs upstairs were like, Hey, put this guy on, you know, like <laughs> you could just tell, like they knew it was a bad idea from the word go, but like you're getting like that uneasy feeling that he gives people around him. Which yeah. Is- well, the, the other thing too is, you know, it's going to be really exciting because this is an original story. I'm sure it's going to take ideas from the comics, of course. But um, you know, it's it's going to be so cool to see this origin, a new origin story with a new actor, and uh, he has big shoes to fill since uh, Mr. Heath Ledger passed away. Well, they this said is, he did a different take on it than they've done in previous movies or even comic book yeah, adaptations. Completely so, original. Yeah, and we talked about the weight loss. This is too, like yeah, this so, is like I mean, the equivalent of like Nolan's Batman. Mm, you know what I mean? To touch to on what Matt said about it being an original take. Now, this is a really interesting thing that somebody brought up. And I, I do a lot of skimming through articles and stuff like that just to grab, grab little tidbits of information. But this, and I'm, don't quote me, this is speculation, but it, there is validity to this. This may tie into Batman v Superman. Really? And the reason that it may is if you're calling Batman versus Superman, I, I can't quote the movie off the top of my head. I tried to memorize it and I can't, but it's <laughs> it's there, okay? Where Martha and Thomas Wayne are killed in Batman v Superman, the movie that's playing at the movie theater is the same movie that's playing in the movie theater in the trailer oh, of my. this movie. That could also be just like an Easter egg. To, it could be, yeah. it could be, but how, like... That would be great, yeah, that would be amazing. How coincidental... Yeah. Does it have to be? And only the hardcore fans are going to notice that. Right. You already did notice that. Yeah, <laughs> so, even out, yeah. I was like, man, that looks, you know, and then I was looking at the article stuff like, wow, yeah, that is 100% factual. So it, Yeah. And the other thing, too, you were saying about like the Rotten Tomatoes score, which, you know, sometimes I don't care about because, you know, it's going off of a lot of websites or even guys like us, you know, reviewing, reviewing things. But uh, every score that I've seen just you know the score itself out of 10 i'm seeing eights nines nothing below oh yeah it's 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 universal one thing i've seen with rotten tomatoes is whenever they say it's good it's usually good if they say it's not great like you're in that 60 percent 50 percent range that's kind of like 
to your own interpretation. That's going right. to be like it has its audience, and you may be a part of that right. audience or not. Right. But Even Ebert good, liked it, and he hates everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he gives it a good review. You better watch. Yeah, it. from that website. Yeah. But uh, the other thing too is I I said this on the previous episode too is Walking Phoenix. You know, I've seen good and bad movies with him in, but he always is a very interesting actor to watch. I, I've never been bored by his performance. He's a method actor. And he's it's, unique. He's yeah. very unique, I feel like. Yeah, he's a, he's he he really encompasses roles. Like I said, I've seen movies that weren't even that great, but he was the greatest part of that all the time. So I, I have a lot of faith, and we were talking to the director, too. The director pretty much did all comedy movies, too, before. I so, think uh, Gladiator, I did if he wasn't such the great villain he was in that movie, I don't think Gladiator would have been as good. Or as powerful. And, and what what's some other movies that he, I mean, Walk the Line, Signs, obviously. Walk the, yeah, Walk, Walk the, the Line was like, was one of the biggest movies in the early 2000s. I mean, <laughs> he was Johnny Cash. Yeah. He becomes the character. Yeah. He plays. The singing too. I mean, he, he was, yeah, he's just absolutely amazing. A lot of interesting layers. Do you guys like the look of him now? That Now that we've seen some more of him, the suit, I didn't makeup. mind the look from trailer one, really. I liked the more circusy look. But you also have to remember, like, this is an origin story. Like, Batman, whenever we do the Dark Knight trilogy, he evolved throughout the movies. Mm-hmm. He didn't stay in, like, his original costume. If you look at his original costume compared to his costume in the third one, they're very different. So this might be like an evolution of how he started out. Right. You may, he might lose the blue above the eyes. He might just, have you guys heard any rumors about like the possibility of this being a new franchise trilogy? I haven't heard any buzz yet. Probably just testing the waters with this one. I think it's successful. They'll probably talk sequels. I I don't know. They can't actually, I think another, a cool thing DC could do, you know, to combat Marvel a little bit, maybe would be instead, you know, Marvel has, all the origin movies for each hero. But they would do something with all the villains and build that up to like the next Batman movie. I think that they kind of cool botched that a little bit with Suicide Squad, but there are still mm-hmm. plenty of Batman villains to explore. Where uh, I mean, in my opinion, out of any comic book hero ever, Batman has the most interesting villains. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just every one of them has their own like interesting little story, like Clayface, the Mad Hat. Like and we, all... and we actually saw right that there was multiple villains in this movie, correct? Mm. Or is it just Joker alone? I think it's just Joker. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe I was thinking of something. No, else. I know what you're. I I know that we. No, it's a Robert Pattinson movie. There's three villains. Oh, that's, that's right. That's right. the actual Batman movie. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. Yeah, the Batman. Yeah, so, the Batman. So. I would. I would like to have seen like if. If Joaquin Phoenix like really nails this, the Batman that was originally being directed by Ben Affleck was going to be based off of like, uh, not the Killing Joke. It was going to be off of uh, Under the Red Hood. Oh, which okay. Is where? Yeah. Uh, was that Tim Drake that gets killed, or Jason Todd? Jason Todd. Jason yeah. Todd gets killed uh, as Robin. Uh, Joker murders him and stuff like that. That's where the ha 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 Batman yeah. on the car jokes on you. Yeah. It's, it's an amazing story movie. plot. Mm. So, um. I think that if you were going to have a Joker do that, Joaquin Phoenix is is that guy. And you yeah. you see like every scene that he's in, just completely different take on the joke. He's smoking. He's like a chain smoker. Yeah, yeah. If you notice in the beginning of the movie, he doesn't smoke at all. Yeah. So you so can see like kinda, that depravity happening, you know, and everything. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know. I'm I, I think we should probably go see that day one and maybe do uh, a review right now. As long after. as I'm off, 
I'm going to. Yeah, we should, we should probably put some time aside because I would love to do like a review cast afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I, I definitely, that's like, there's not many that I'm like, we have to see this on opening day. Bless you know, you, thank you. <laughs> so, but that's one of them like i don't get i don't get that excited for for movies that often but yeah. the joker is just absolutely and one of them. You, you know just one more little thing to cover too um since we got that last trailer too is i'm really liking like the cinematography and stuff in this it looks it's dark and gritty yeah and i think it's going to be like it's really going to be you know what i love to see a moving picture so so what um we're just going to move along. I'm going to just probably ask you yeah, guys have, a, a question some, each. So yeah. <laughs> uh, on like the subject as we're closing it out is since you saw the new trailer and everybody here has seen the new trailer, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, second one. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You saw it. You definitely saw it. So, so that in mind, um, I know that we covered this before, but what, uh, is there anything in specific that you're looking forward to, or you would like to see in this, uh, this Joker take, Anything in specific, like is there anything with Thomas Wayne or is there anything with Bruce Wayne? Yeah, I'd like to see? see like a maybe a cameo from them, like a young Bruce Wayne, maybe having an interaction with the Joker when he was a kid. That'd be pretty he, cool. He does, he does with that because you could see the Joker whenever Bruce is at that. Is it confirmed that that's Bruce Wayne? That's confirmed. That's oh, Bruce Wayne. well, there was uh, that big. Because that, that was a rumor. I know that was a rumor for a while, but nobody no, really knew. No, that's Bruce. That's Bruce Wayne. Oh, okay, that is definitely Bruce Wayne. And the other thing with that is, is there was that, there was that goofy theory that. The Joker is like Thomas Wayne's bastard brother. Yeah. And, I mean, that's all speculation and stuff, but him and Thomas Wayne definitely have interaction because Thomas Wayne decks him. So okay. <laughs> why do they have interaction? I don't know. And another thing that they were talking about, not to be too long-winded with this, is he literally has like a mental illness mm -hmm. where he has that that laughter that just it's just spontaneous. Like he doesn't uh, mean for it to happen. It just comes out whenever he's in stress. His laugh is great too. Yeah, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> he so, you know, he, he's on Mark Hamill level. I think uh, with uh, the Joker. Mm -hmm. laugh. So I'll, I'll, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not doing, I was going to do my Mark Hamill impression. <laughs> like it's a bad idea. It's going to creep everybody out. But, um, yeah, the, like he said that he studied, people that have that manic laughter that is compulsive uh -huh. and he he mimicked that yeah so i'm sure he did like he, he yeah i i i don't have any uh any doubts that he's gonna do an, an amazing job in the film so what do you want to see in this man one thing that i want to see and this is kind of weird but um this is just from like watching the cartoons and stuff i i i hope there's a a goofy or crazy henchman that's you know kind of his right hand man i would like to see somebody that's a little bit like crazy like tim burton like bob yes bob. yeah yeah anything like that because you know um uh what was the well, oh my god the name of the robot uh captain clown from <laughs> from the oh, animates geez. you killed captain clown <laughs> you killed captain clown that's one of my favorite lines from the show um I would love to see something like that, you know, just a, a goofy, go not even goofy, even if it's somebody like, you know, super serious, but, you know, this awesome right-hand man, I would like to see a partner in crime. Do you think there's going to be any uh, chemical play in this, you think? That's what I was wondering, too. Like, are they going to change, is you know, is it going to be, happen? like, just a mental thing? Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be gritty. I think we're they're just going to stick with yeah. that mental illness route, so. Um, so, uh, I guess I'll go last. So I think the thing I want to see is, and like this is going to be kind of Jack Nicholson-y, but um, like I kind of want to see like, you know how he has like the goofy things that are supposed to be funny, like the flower with yeah, the acid. Yeah. He thinks it's hilarious, but nobody else right, does. Yeah, like all the cheese. Yeah. I could totally see, like it doesn't have to be super cheesy, like oh, the, the teeth or whatever, yeah. but like something a clown would use, but it just, 
it just does something horrific. Right. And, yeah. Okay. And, and he's just laughing hysterically at it, and nobody else yeah. is. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens during that little interview. Is it going to really cover his like family relationship, like his mother and father? Well, they're in it. His mom is. His his father's not in it. And I think there's a love interest too, correct? Yeah. Yeah, So yeah, they tease it. Because like I honestly really like in like Batman Begins. Begins. I really like the part where um, you know the Heath Ledger kept saying that you know he was um, basically like a military man that turned out bad and so i thought that it would be like really cool to see this part of the story of a joker like actual his upbringing and and what exactly he was about when he was younger yeah because like even the joker has said uh in in that comic it's over there and even whenever they call back to like heath ledger whenever he always said how did i get these stars like scars i mean (laughs) the how did i get these scars um in the book, he, he even says, like, whenever I try to remember my past, it's oftentimes multiple choice. Right. Yes. Like, I love that. <laughs> that's, you know, like, yeah. That's from the killing joke. Because right? it's always like you got to be careful whenever getting into such a mysterious character's origin story. So, like you said, I think it's going to be pretty interesting to see where this guy came from. And it so. wasn't there a thing like earlier that there was it was possibility that there were actually multiple jokers. In the DC universe, yeah, they yeah. all be different people. Yeah, well, I mean, that's see, that, that's like a thing I kind of like fell off on. That's isn't that that's a problem with DC comics, right? Is like the continuity of all the different. It becomes very. It, it it becomes kind of convoluted. Yeah, but I yeah I, I don't know. Are you asking if that would come into play in the movie? In some no, way? I'm like, just I couldn't remember if that was an actual thing that was like. Because they said that there may there was a possibility that there were more than uh, one. you know. Oh yeah, I know, oh, I know exactly what you're talking, what you're talking yes. about. Yes, and yeah, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's that's always been kind of a thing. That's yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, and that was like more of a discussion thing than a confirmed thing. Yeah, so, okay. that's kind of like your guess is as good as mine. Yeah, so. right. Um, man, we should have had you watch this trailer before before we talked about. Oh, that's 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 but right. You tell I talked boys, about freaking bad. Yeah. So like, it, okay. Speaking of cheesy movies that are awesome, though, because oh, I mean they yeah. are cheesy. They, but, they're they're cheesy. But Bad Boys, like Bad uh, Boys for Life. It's like a guilty. It's like a <laughs> That's guilty. The name pleasure. of the movie. But wait, Bad yeah, Boys is, for Life. Is this is this where Mr. Will Smith gets a pass from you? By the way, Bad Boys is Will Smith's best movie. I don't care what anybody says. It is. <laughs> you heard it. Bill finally said it. Well, the moment that he came out, what, in no, Bad Wild, Boys Wild, Wild West. Wild Wild West. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can we just end the podcast and watch Wild Wild West? Greatest Will Smith movie. just puked on my computer. Just you know what, though? He got so freaking ri- I'm sorry. We have to go off course here a little bit. How rich did he get off of, like, Men in Black and Wild Wild West just from the songs alone, dude? Like, Oh, yeah. I remember middle school dances. It was going down when those tracks yeah, that's where what he about sold. The dumb movie I Robot or whatever. They call yeah, it. yeah, I thought I Robot was better than like Wild Wild West though. It wasn't good, but it was yeah. better than I Am Legends. Okay, too. No, like he, I remember, no, Family if he would have wrote a hit song for that movie, it'd have been amazing. <laughs> I remember, Robot featuring remember Diplo Wild Wild or West. Electronic. Wild Wild West. They were making fun of um. It and Family Guy, and it showed yeah. like Will Smith like behind the mic, like, "Hey kids, stay in school and respect <laughs> yeah. your parents, and don't swear." He's like just clean this rapper, yeah. yeah. Yet he yet he drops like hundreds of f bombs in the Bad Boy franchise. Well, now are they are both of them back in both this new Bad Boy? Yep. Okay. Uh, Martin Lawrence, Martin Lawrence yeah. and uh, Will Smith are both. I mean, the moment that Will Smith came out. And said, "Who is Reggie?" When in Bad Boys Two, whenever he's t- Martin Lawrence's oh, daughter, that that just movie. holds up to today, man. Like that is just hilarious. So, not to like 
like just talk about the old movies the entire podcast but um we saw the trailer and the trailer looks it, it looks like the same formula that the other two were so if you like the other two movies you're probably gonna like this I have no idea what it's about. It's I just, definitely like was pretty vague. I, I like the first one more than the second one for sure. I felt I felt like the second one was like, you know, it was a lot of slapstick humor. It wasn't bad, but See, I, mean, I felt opposite. like the first really. I like the second one better than the first. Really? One. Okay. Whenever Dan Marino is gonna buy that Hummer and they're just blowing through those houses, like <laughs> yeah, he's like, man, this thing is off the hook. Dan Marino should buy. You're, Not this one, but one like it. I'm gonna mess this one up. Yeah. That's what I mean. There's just so many like little memorable moments that just like make me laugh. I so thought it was hard. a little too long. That it was like a two and a half hour movie or something. I think it was mm. pushing three hours actually. Yeah, I don't remember. It's been. I mean, I don't get me wrong. Long. It's been a long time since I've seen it, and and I'll be honest too. Like most of the time that I catch like bad boys, it's on like FX and stuff. So right. it's like it's not as good it's as like down. Yeah. Yeah, and you could like tell. Like I love how FX like speeds up scenes. Like you can see like the cars driving abnormally fast around. <laughs> it's like that. That's not right. <laughs> so now uh, this I mean, movie actually looked the 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 trailer looked funny. Oh, the trailer was funny. funny. That was making me laugh out loud. So if the trailer can make you laugh out loud, like you're, it's pretty good time. Yeah, yeah. So the like, action looked good. This is that Jerry Bruckheimer explosions everywhere. <laughs> All right, Jerry, what's your plot? <laughs> <laughs> and explosions, <not> <laughs> explosions. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. There's really not too much to say about it. Other than I'm just glad they were able to do it. Mm. And I'm glad that it's like pretty much seems like it's gonna be the same formula as the old one. So if you like the old one, you're probably gonna like this. It I know nothing about the plot. It just yeah. they're both getting ready to retire, and it's so just, just like, kind of like a little teaser trailer. I mean, uh, okay, I can tell you the plot. There's gonna be a bad guy. Some of these family members probably gonna get abducted. We ride that. together. We died together. Bad boys for life. They're gonna all go somewhere. That's a bad <laughs> idea. Probably drive car to through a building which they do they, they drive, drive a through Porsche a through a mall so and then he's there's that one where he's on the bike behind that truck and he just jumps, jumps onto the truck jumps onto a helicopter like whoa what it's is a, happening it's okay folks it's bad boys so yeah, like expect it, that's that. possible you know what we forgot to to touch on this before and i'm sorry i'm gonna be the one bringing it up did you guys see the latest trailer i think it's the final trailer for the new terminator I, I saw the second the, one. Yeah, I did. The okay. second one, not one the yet. one with the singing throughout it. Uh uh-huh. it looks it looks even better. I know. I I'm actually super pumped now. Like, yeah, that's another movie I kind of want to see day one. So, yeah, I but. think that I might be day wanting Terminator because it definitely. This is my. But I already said this before. This is the last chance, dude. This is its last chance. Because I've been let down before. I'm gonna end up having to binge watch that entire series before I. <laughs> my wife I had see never it. seen just don't Terminator watch Genesis before <laughs> just don't uh, do she it. met me. We watched Terminator 2 together for the first time. Really? And she was like, it's going to be whatever. But then I was watching. I'm like, man. it's." I mean, at the time, it had been 10 years since I've seen the movie. Like, let's, let's, this thing holds really up. holds up dude, well. Dude, both of them, dude. The, the one from the 80s, it's a little bit cheesy at the end in the factory and stuff like that. But like, it's I don't, a see, great I don't horror chase movie. I don't think it is. Mm, if you're watching he's, the robot walk, well, he's, he's cheesy. When he comes out of the fiery uh, truck, he yeah. looks bad. It's like Yeah, bad. that's after when he's Bro- walking in the hallway. But the close-ups, they, is they use good. a real like robot. Yeah, when he's hitting them with the pipe and stuff. There's some spots that get like your toes curling whenever he just like cuts the skin off oh yeah i mean oh i have have a huge fear of stabs like right in the beginning of the movie he like shoves his hand (laughs) in somebody and rips a heart out like that (laughs) still like startles me let's ask my wife how many times have you watched terminator since since we've been married for five years now twice no how many times have i watched Terminator with you in the room i mean oh my gosh yeah (laughs) 
150. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. Somewhere a between bit. a lot and a crap. Yeah, line. yeah. The one thing I never watched with Terminator, though, is the TV show. I've watched a little bit of it. I, yeah. It was not good. I watched it when it was on TV. It was, yeah. it was okay. It, it was, was very what, TV season? show. Yeah. I don't know. It just wasn't. Yeah, it seemed like it's just they, they haven't. They haven't found somebody that's been like ruthless enough with the, with the Terminator. Christian Bale's movie came pretty close. You know why? Because you think Arnold Schwarzenegger whenever you think Terminator. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, but, but I'm saying not? even with like the Terminators. Actually, I remember I was watching a clip of from the show, and it was like one of the first episodes, and they find John Connor in his high school room, and the Terminator tries shooting him, and the kids are like all screaming, and John Connor jumps out of a window to safety, and the Terminator before chasing after him turns to the kids, and he goes. Class dismissed. It's like, no, dude, your mission right now, like, <laughs> if you're watching Terminator 1 and 2, those robots are just trying to kill him the whole time. Like, they don't stop to give a little cheesy one-liner. They're killing everybody in their way to get to him. Like, you're not going to stop and tell a group of kids. Class dismissed. Yeah, so that's where it, like, took me out. Unless you're Arnold Schwarzenegger protecting John Connor. Yes. You can throw out a witty yes. one-liner Yeah, but even those weren't that bad. <laughs> I mean, they were just like, I'll be back. Yeah, and it was funny because it was like, it's part of him, you know, learning how to talk around humans so john was teaching them little catchphrases and, and there was a reason for it so like there yeah. was a little bit of method behind the madness of why he's doing it and yeah. it was actually entertaining because like he didn't know when it was inappropriate yeah. to do it, so. <laughs> you, know, you know what's so funny we'll, we'll finish up with terminator or this but i just saw he was on the graham norton show which is a show on bbc it's a talk show and uh uh arnold was talking about after terminator one came out everybody on the street was saying say the line dude say the line and he was like trying to think he's like i didn't even talk that much in the movie he had no idea that i'll be back became a catchphrase <laughs> because like it was something that he just said and he said with him clenching his jaw so hard like it was hard for him to like think of what senses to say so he was trying to do short senses he had no idea like that line was the one that became iconic so everybody was just screaming at him in la like that dude works. say it say the line and he's like what like I have like four words in that movie. I don't even know what, what well, the line really is. That's really the only line he had in the first movie. Huh? No, he had, he had a few because in the in the apartment building, it's also funny because you see the Terminator learning to be human because the uh, landlord knocks on the door because he has the rotting flesh in the sink, taking it off his arm. And uh, the landlord's like, hey, buddy, you got a dead cat in there. And he chooses, fuck off, asshole, or something <laughs> like that. So he has a few lines in there. Okay. And your clothes, give them to me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so he has a couple lines. jacket and your mold <laughs> so um mm, i mean there's really nothing to say like sorry we have to start the time here because i'm on this episode i, I apologize to everybody <laughs> no, uh, it just happens can't go it's by okay. without I'm, one I'm, sure, yeah. I'm sure nintendo is gonna work its way yeah. in here somewhere <laughs> <laughs> so. i'm sorry I hate you, this Bill. is who i am <laughs> so That's what i do moving on to the next subject of many um we have new resident evil co-op so, oh yes, yeah, and uh, there's not much known. Wait. So the general consensus, we talked a little bit before we started recording tonight. So do you guys think it's going to be a whole new thing, or maybe an outbreak remake? I think it's going to be outbreak with over the shoulder. Really? That, because look at the look at the characters. The characters scream outbreak. There's like a kid with like a varsity jacket, and yeah. Like, you know, it looks like regular people. Where if you remember an outbreak, you had like a plot. The other thing is too is outbreak used a lot of uh a lot of um, the scenes from Raccoon City. So you're kind of thinking they just remade Resident Evil 2. They have a lot of, like, you know, set pieces in mind for the levels and stuff like that. So if they are going to do an Outbreak remake, they pretty much have the palette 
ready right there. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, like, I'm not saying it's spinoffy because it's not a spinoff game, but, like, the groundwork has been laid. Mm -hmm. So they can use the engine. They can use, you know, character design. Like, it's there. It's not like they're starting from scratch. So you're going to probably see games that are interesting like that coming from the Resident Evil franchise. Yeah, as long as it's not Umbrella Core part two because uh, that that, that is my lesson. biggest fear but, <laughs> but is, it, is it the same developers as the current resident evil games i did not research yeah that. i'm not either. sure the other thing is too is people were asking if it was that i i just read this on twitter so please don't take this to heart but i read that um it might have been some of the people that did like the revelations games and stuff like that mm, it's not a bad thing so, revelations yeah, not were a good. bad thing but yeah but I don't know. That's just that was just all hearsay. So that might. Yeah, be but if you give them a foundation of like, hey, you know, it's gonna be over the shoulder. It's gonna be this. I mean, really, but we've done that, and it's been bad too. Yeah, but not with a co-op. You've had a, a linear story that's been bad because the story has been bad. Like well, Chris, uh, Chris, Operation Raccoon City. Yeah, and um, Umbrella Core. Umbrella Core too is another game that I we've never even played. Any of us. That's, uh, that's Operation that was, Raccoon City was broken because like just the game mechanics. Controls like, were terrible. The the thing wasn't like the basis of the game wasn't bad. It was. It could have been amazing. Controls. If they would have just literally did like a Gears of War type of game with Resident Evil theme, like I would have been on board. And but mm-hmm. they just didn't deliver. I, the right joystick aiming was off. It like it was. Uh, it was so bad. I mean, the potential's there to be bad. Yeah, for sure. Is the potential to be bad? But it has the potential to be good too. It so. could be like we know very little about it. It was just announced. That's yeah. That's why I said everything I've read is like it's seriously. There's been disclaimers on every website I read that this is just speculation from people you know talking. Now if they do do it like Outbreak, I would have to say that it took them way too long to realize how good of a game that was. Yeah, to and redo out, that system. Out, outbreak file one and two. Way the other thing, of its time. The other thing, yeah, it was. The other thing I liked too was it was the fixed camera angle, but they did like the Dino Crisis thing where it kind of followed the characters a little mm. bit. So, like, it wasn't even hard to play, you know, with multiple no, characters not on for the, the not for the way that the mechanics were. But, like, calling back to, like, Operation Raccoon City, it was a good game with bad controls, which made it a bad game. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's really and not what to mention, was. But there was. There were so many things, too. Like, some enemies were just bullet sponges. Yeah, it wasn't, like, satisfying to me. I didn't There's like nothing. the story either. Yeah, yeah, they, they kind of, like... I didn't really mind it too much because it was supposed to be, like... I mean, okay, if you were going for the story plot, I could totally see where you're coming yeah. from with that. I did want to have fun with it because every Oh, I know, did too. I, I love Resident Evil. Everything Resident but, Evil. But the thing about I think that I got game. Past two hours in that game. Yeah. <laughs> we beat it. We, we played it together. Did we? Because I thought I remember Rage quitting that nope, game too. No, nope, we beat it together. And there were fun parts. And there were parts that we laughed because you were running ahead of me and that that barrel exploded and you just got like shot you against know what? the It's kind of become a cult hit because like people like laugh at all the bugs and stuff in the game. So like it actually becomes it was like, kind really, of a fun game to play you together. Know what? We we beat a tyrant because of a bug. I'm there pretty was, sure like, I left you behind in a chase with that thing too. Yeah, you left me behind, you got blown <laughs> against the wall. Well yeah. there was a bug. There was a bug that was War so stories. bad that the tyrant um or Mr. X, whatever you want to call it, he gets stuck in a crowd of zombies and just gets stuck there. So we just shot him to death. Like, <laughs> like we literally, like it should have been so much harder than it yeah. was. Yeah. And it wasn't. And like I said, it was, there was a lot of potential there, but they totally, like if nothing else, you can make a, a cruddy story, but like the co-op is fun. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they screwed that up because the pistol, you could shoot like one round a minute is what it felt like. It was like, pow. 
pow. Like, why are you shooting so slow? Yeah. You know what my favorite uh, feature of Outbreak was, though? Is that you could only talk to people through the mic if right. you were in the same room with them. Right, yeah, like it was realistic. Up, yeah. You didn't know if your co your co-players yeah. were still even alive. And you could leave people behind, as yeah. apparently you did with Bill and Operation and Raccoon. Then, and then you might find him later, and they're zombies. He's yeah. not a good person yeah. to play survival. <laughs> no, you do not He co-op. does it all the time. Like PUBG or something like that, he'd be terrible. If I think we're on the brink of dying. I'm a piece. Out. I'm out. Oh my the, god, Battlefield, he's a medic. I'm like, you are two feet from I no man, too risky. Bullets, <laughs> are, bullets are flying, you're on your own. Tell you what, buddy, whenever the zombies come, you stay away from I'll my throw house. you a medic pack and you can like crawl to it. But the the one thing I, I hope they, they put in because um I played Outbreak a little bit back in the day, and I don't even think I played it like on live with people. I played it like after the fact. And the one thing that I've heard that like some people complained about was uh, replayability wasn't too huge in that game. It, it got had pretty long linear. Load times yeah, and I heard that killed it. Well, too. not only that, but if you knew what to do and where to go, mm-hmm. it shortened the scenarios drastically. I would, I would really like. I know people are probably gonna hate me because we're pretty sick. There's so many indie games that use this, but I think that would be a good game if they even had like a survival mode, like see how far you can get. If they had like random generated streets, you know, you went from section like to a section, sand, like a sandbox. Yeah, yeah, or just like um, uh, you know you know, the game entered a dungeon that I was playing and stuff. There's a multiple games that do that where it's just random generation, you know, dungeon crawling games have that where it's like, it's a random path. Every time you go through a door, you know, if they'd have like certain pieces, if it was a survival mode, like see how many sections of city you could get through or something. That'd be cool to see. Yeah. That, that, I mean, I understand that's kind of like resident evil survivors, like, right. Yeah. Those, yeah. Those were like, yeah, they were like first person. They were their own thing. No, no, that's no, a, no, 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 no. In, no, mercenaries. Mercenaries, yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah, like see how, see how far that's you That's what I meant. Go. Not yeah. survivors. Mercenaries. That'd be cool to see. Well, that's that's pretty um, that's pretty exciting. So if it's like Outbreak, I'm I'm all for it. Because oh, like, yeah. I always wanted to see like what like the normal man or whatever would we, be. We do have to say this too. The last few Resident Evils have been really good. So we have that on our I mean, our, that's that's what's making me side. hopeful. So I mean, yeah. I'm hoping that that's what, that's what this is. Because but they're also by... Uh, different developer possibly yeah, yeah that's it worries me a little bit yeah i can't really say anything for sure until we get a trailer yeah. or a little bit of game news right. on game maybe play. some characters mm-hmm. or something so well, um, halloween's coming up hopefully hopefully we'll get some more and maybe some more scary games coming out well too. sticking to the horror route this is going to be pretty much all you mike mm-hmm. um man of medan okay so uh you mentioned it I was intrigued. I wrote it down on this piece of paper, and now you're talking about right. it. So, good question. Yes. Now, is this made by the same team that Super did massive, Until Dawn? Supermassive Studios is who does it. They do a game called uh, Until Dawn, and Until Dawn is a uh, horror survival game, but not like anything I've ever played. This is a kind of game where you have nine characters, nine storylines. It's all set in the backdrop that you're they're spending a weekend at the cabin, and there's a serial killer on the loose and your job is to keep everybody alive until morning. Now these are the type of games where everybody can live and anybody can die. There can be no survivors in the serial killer. Wins. Is this kind of these... like a Freddy uh, Friday the 13th that we play something like that? No, or... This no. plays more like Detroit become human or like heavy rain, right? It's kind of like a narrative that you yeah, play. It's like and a you telltale have... game. You have to make choices. decisions and oh sometimes you only have seconds to make them. And a decision you make early on in the game ripples down the entire game it they're even they even have a thing called the butterfly effect in the game where it even breaks it down at the end of the game like you did this so this happened this happened and this didn't happen 
you didn't do this, so this happened, this happened, and this person died. So there's so many. Bro, I probably played that game three times, and I got three different outcomes, three different sets of survivors. Oh, wow. I couldn't keep everybody alive. I had to Google it to find out if you could, but yeah. you can. Yeah. But some of them are just so hard to keep alive. So yeah. what game was that called? That was Until Dawn. That that's sounds only amazing. For, yeah, it's only yeah, for like PlayStation it's 4, though. It's only for PlayStation well, 4. Well, I'm buying a PS4 so that we can play Death Stranding. So <laughs> I'm not now, even joking. I have a problem. Now, they have a, they have a game out now called Man of Medan, which is actually based on a nautical urban legend about a famous ghost ship. That uh, should I just tell the whole story? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, it's intriguing. That's why. Yeah, a fishing go. vessel called the Silver Star gets a Morse code message that basically just says the captain's dead, possibly the entire crew is dead, and they're all in the galley. And then a couple seconds later, they get a message that just simply says, I die. So they go to the ship, and they, they find it. They go aboard. Everybody on board the ship is dead. And they all have this look of horror, like they saw something just horrifying before they died. And before they could tow the boat, there was an explosion in the engine room, and the whole boat sinks. And uh, Oran Medan translates, uh, I think, in Indonesian to Man of Medan, which is what their new game is based on. You're uh, four, five treasure hunters who are going to sea to find this, this treasure. They find the Medan floating. Just a ghost ship, and they uh, well, they're for forced on board because you're kidnapped. You got to keep these five people alive. It's the same concept, but this instead of like trying to survive a slasher, this feels more like a Silent Hill game. Right now, and if I read correctly, there's like five player couch co-op with this game. I believe too. so. Yeah, yeah you yeah, can there, play it together. So that's is, a good party game. There is a co-op aspect. I've seen it in there. It gives you. It says your options are. Don't play alone, play alone. All right. like, so it's obviously there is a co-op. So uh, is it like online? Like I could be in my There is online yeah. and then there's couch co-op. I think yeah, it's we both. Can, so we you, can all be in the same room. So together. we could all like make a make a night of it. I, yeah, I think you probably corn. just pass the controller, you know, to And the I'm interested person. to see how the uh, decision aspect of this game is going to happen with, with co-op players. Right, because I sort of be like a web. Everybody you know? thinks differently. Yeah. Like things I do are going to be different yeah. than things that and you And like do. I said, sometimes it's like you have a second, like, if you are a smoker, Coop, <laughs> pause the game. Because okay. I have gotten people killed just going to take a puff. <laughs> and somebody comes around, it's like, hit X, hit X, hit X, too late. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, man, I love it. And don't drink. Because your decision-making will go straight to hell. So this game, if you're trying to get sober, just play this game and you'll be set. Apparently, you know. Apparently, if you want to quit smoking, But too. it's just now, I've I've heard I've heard nothing but good things about it. And until dawn, everybody raved about that too. They said yeah, it's it was, so it great. Was a great it, time. This is a game that like the outcome does not happen twice. Like you'll try to make different decisions and different people will die. I only lost one person my first playthrough of that. So that, I'd say that's not too bad. Yeah, no, not at all. But uh, again, it's like uh, everybody can die, and depending on who you keep alive. You get the backstory of what's going on. Oh, cool! So, so you get right, like more story, yes. you know, depending. So if the right in, people don't right. survive, you won't even know what the hell's going on. Oh wow! Like what? What's actually happening in the game and what's really happening are two different things. Oh, okay. And if the right people aren't alive, you're not gonna. You're just gonna think it's a ghost ship. But there's I'm more intrigued. We might have, we might have to do some of this couch co-op, boys. And it's scary. It is a really scary wow. game. It's got a lot of just the best jump scares I've ever seen in a game. What about you, Anna? Would you play? No, <laughs> she's, she's not big for the jump scares in, in horror movies. So 
Man of Medan, if you guys are into horror games, we got October coming up. So oh, by the way, this is out. the first game in an anthology they're doing. Oh, There's cool. Be four games. They're like the dark, the dark chapter series. So uh building off of that, I think that I, I honestly haven't even mentioned this to you guys, but I thought that it would be a really good idea to give like most people start their stuff in Halloween, the scary stuff. Mm. But I thought let's just do it in September. That way it gives them time because there's so much. Yeah. You don't want to do there. it the day before, you know what I mean? And, and people that love Halloween, man, they, I swear they start Halloween celebrating starts in July. Now, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so like, I'd like to do a whole episode on just like, we'll all make our list and like scary games to check out. Yeah. And then we'll do a whole uh, episode on just scary movies. Yeah, absolutely. Like whether it be found footage mm-hmm. or whatever. So I definitely think that I would like to cover that in the future. But Hey everybody, it's Bill from the Critical Review and you're probably wondering why you're hearing my voice right now. Well, while we were recording this podcast, it went so well that it went for on for over an hour and a half. So we decided to split it into two segments. So head back on to whatever listening platform it may be that you listen to us on, whether it be Anchor, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Hit that critical review page and listen to part two, which covers 13 reasons why. Hope to see you there.